St. Lucia is the most beautiful island in the Caribbean. It's green from the beach all the way up to the top. And it's lush. It's straight out of a postcard. Absolutely beautiful. And it's just like, wow. Oh, this is a sandwich. I have been a captain for 37 years. Everybody wants to be a captain. So it's time to do captain shit. Why are we losing the bow again? We are going to work your asses to the bone. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, Nathan. How art thou? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. How good was Potomac? Mate, I laughed so much. Oh my God, me too. It was fucking amazing. It's a funny fucking show. They fucking brought it. The editors, man. I do not know what's going on, but Robin was everything. It was good to watch. I mean, I've seen a lot of people coming down on them. A lot of people are taking the show very seriously. What do you mean? Well, there's a lot of talk about colorism. I don't get that. What's going on? So they're talking about how, like, the lighter skin girls treat the darker skin girls differently. Okay. Namely, like, Wendy and Candace, which is, you know, super serious, very valid. But on the flip side, it was quite fun to watch. Some which of I- them are friends and some of them aren't friends. Candace is a totes cunt. And I have to say, <laughs> Wendy is the new Candace. I wrote that in my notes. Well, I was actually flip-flopping throughout the whole night because, Ooh. like, at one point I felt really bad for Wendy because they were really just dogging her. What? And then at the end I was I was enjoying Wendy, then I was hating Wendy. You know I've never liked Wendy. And I think it's because she's like a Candace. I don't like that personality at all. Right. I think she had a mix of valid points and I'd rather fucking watch Sharice fake looking for a hotel room, honestly. (laughs) There's no way Sharice was leaving the room, was she? Sharice wasn't fucking going anywhere, mate. Like, again, (laughs) you're not on the show, so you're only getting paid for what you're in. You're not getting a salary. You're a freaking casual employee, mate. You you get paid (laughs) when you rock up. Be a nudist on your own time, Sharice. Oh, God bless. (laughs) At least they didn't have shots of her snoring. That would have killed me. Honestly, mm, mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of the stuff that we've gotten this year on Housewives, some of the shit that they're making us watch, like fucking watching paint dry. Oh, yeah. Like watching people fill out a form online. Come on. Quitmormon.com. <laughs> oh, my God. The Mormons were everywhere. They were even on the below deck. I know. When that, that gay said, hey, baby, gorgeous, like the, oh, the thrill that went up my body. Oh, I was so happy. I know that they were painful charter guests, but they were fucking fun for me. They were our people. They were our people. (laughs) I'm sorry, where are my sunglasses? They're on your head, on your face. We've all been there. Everything. Everything. So, yeah, what the fuck? No Salt Lake City this week. Thank you for telling me. I had no idea. I had a hunch about Thanksgiving and I thought I'll just Google it just to, you know, manage my expectations. And, yeah, no Salt Lake. So, today we're going to be talking about Potome and our Salt Lake gaze on Below Deck. Below Deck, even Below Deck Med, I know you hate Captain Sandy, but... They are everyone's Bravo guilty pleasure because I have not met a person who watches Bravo that doesn't love the below deck. It's the only Bravo show my sister watches. And I said, you know, Real Housewives are quite good. And she's like, I just love below deck. Everyone loves below deck. It's a breath of fresh. 
Yeah. Like, there's nothing serious about Below Deck. Even when they're serious, maybe it's because they're 20 nothing. We can't take them seriously. Mm-mm. And at the end of the day, we're watching people work. So our sympathy meter is on 0.5. Yeah. You know, they're 20 year olds getting paid two grand every three days to clean a toilet. I can't feel sorry for you, mate. Sozzle. No. You got no. no fucking skills. You're cleaning a toilet. Stop fucking whinging. I love it. Love Love every minute of it. Well, should we talk about Potomac first? Yes, Steph. Is it my turn? The beef is served. Yeah, it's your turn. Oh, sauce bitches. The beef is served. I did like that. Oh, just quickly, quickly, because we were talking about the Mormons, Jen Shah's team have filed, and I believe it's been accepted, to push her sentencing into the new year. I'm so sorry, people. Christmas Uh. is not a coming. She uh, probably so wants one last hurrah. She's probably planning a New Year's Eve party to end all New Year's Eve parties. Mm. So I think it's been pushed to the 6th of January. Jesus so Christ. if you're orthodox, it's one day before your Christmas. So, you know, some people are getting a Christmas present. <laughs> okay, so back in Miami on the Potomac, we get a re-snippet of Mia talking to Peter on the phone because they're going there for dinner. We know he's got beef with her. We say, we heard him last week say he's got beef with her. But he won't say what it is. He wants to talk to Wendy when she comes to his restaurant. Because he's a messy bitch. Well, because he wants to be on the TV. He knows how to be a yeah. good housewife. So, When did... When did he and Mia become family all of a sudden? I don't know. She was hitting that note like, he's my family. And I'm like, since when? Well, we do get a lot of images in the edit of them being together. And it makes sense with the way that her and G like to party and Peter likes to party. We get all these photos of them spending time together. At bar openings, not at... Christmas lunches. Well, they spent New Year's Eve with him. That's a bar. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever. They're mates. I don't think they're as close as she's pushing because the way that he said to her, say hi to G, is like, well, if you're really good friends, you'd be calling him. You don't need to tell. Like, I wouldn't tell my best friend's family member or partner to say hello to them because I would have said hello to them yesterday, you know? So I don't think they're that close. But that's just me being fishnickety or whatever the word is. (laughs) Okay, Sharice is still looking for a hotel. I swear to God, production have said to her, you're not going anywhere or she's Mm. gone, if I go somewhere, I don't get paid. There's a lot of hotels in Miami, I think is what you're saying. So if she wanted one, she'd get one. She can't find a fucking hotel. Oh, my God. Maybe not where they're staying in that residential neighbourhood, but yes, exactly. (laughs) on South Beach, there's a lot of hotels. Robin, all she cares about is where the fucking towels are at because apparently there's no fucking towels. Wow. You're in a $12 million house and there's not an abundance of towels, I'd be pissed as well. You'd need a towel abundance for sure. I always need a towel abundance when I go away. Somehow they get real wet. I'm sorry. I use every fucking towel. I need all the towels. You're that girl. I'm that girl. Oh, look, Ashley's going on about old boyfriends sliding into her DMs. Sweetheart, they're not boyfriends. They're fucking hookups. And good for her. Why are you so surprised with all of your fucking whatever it is, TikTok, Snapchats, whatever the kids are doing? I, I love that she is really working on that pipeline of TikTok story, TikTok dance to sexual partner. Like that's the, that's the trajectory for her. She doesn't need an app other than TikTok. She just wants people to get onto her TikTok. It's making her money. Good for her. 
She looks great in it. She always looks like she's having fun. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few of them. I like them. Okay, speaking of this multi-gajillion dollar house, there are exposed water pipes oh, on Robin and Giselle's ceiling. What the actual fuck? If <sighs> I'm in a house when I'm on Vacanza and I can hear pee-pee water above my yeah. head, I'd fucking rather sleep on the couch, mate. Mm-hmm. That is bullshit. Like, are you yeah. staying at a hotel? I know. So funny. The f- Sidebar, the first time I found out what a hotel was, I was staying somewhere for work and someone else had booked this place, not moi, mm-hmm. and it was a hotel. And I saw the sign and I was, like, Maho. And I was like, what the fuck's a hotel? And I'm with my partner because we work together and he's like, I don't know. We get in the room. There is only tap water in the minibar. The bed feels like, the mattress feels like a cot bed mattress. So we finished the gig really, really late. And the idea was, you know, you you stay there and you can pack up the next morning and go home. Nuh-uh. We packed up at the two in the morning, just drove our asses home. We were not staying there. No bed bugs for you. No, no, ma'am. I don't, fuck that shit. You can keep your my hotel and shove it. So they're basically <laughs> staying at a um, hotel on the waterfront, as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, sure. it's bullshit. Mia and her bestie are fighting because Mia doesn't want to let her bestie borrow more than five things from her. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Well, I'm sort of of the opinion that if you're going on holiday, pack your own fucking shit. But if your friend forgets deodorant, give them deodorant. Like Yeah, but mascara? I would never, ever oh, yeah. share mascara. Ever. Sorry, bitch, you're on your own. Yeah, keep your pink eye to yourself. Oh, disgust. What really took me out in this moment was they're at this hotel, which obviously has all of these, like, paintings hung up, but you know how they have to blur them? Mm. Like, Bravo blurs all the paintings. But the paintings are so big, it looks like that girl was, like, in a Zoom filter because she was just standing there with, like, blur all around her. (laughs) Yeah, I do recall that now, but I didn't really focus on it. I was like, bitches on Zoom. They did a good job if they, because I barely noticed it. I was probably distracted about the fact that she used Gordon's scrotum razor. Yeah, that's probably the line I would draw. Like, seriously, scroto? That's disgusting. But why Why did she, wait, was that on this trip? Like, why no. did Mia pack the rose? No, okay. She's saying how you, you don't bring anything to the point that you use the razor in my bathroom without asking whose it was and Gordon shaves his nuts with it. And this was a different time. Clearly. Clearly. I'm sorry. Write a fucking packing list if you're this <laughs> shit at packing. <laughs> I, I kind of get how it would be annoying, but oh yeah. what I don't get is how Mia was on this bitch's jock about everything. You invite your bestie on a trip with your quote-unquote friends well, inverted commas, friends, when they're not really friends. And she's being a totes cunt to her. Like, if I was her mate, I would feel like a piece of shit. Well, yeah. I think her mate's like, woohoo, I'm on the TV. And Mia's like, but don't forget where you came from. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Now, what do you feel about these little set-up couch combos? Because they set up Karen and... Who was it? Karen and... Karen and Giselle talked to Ashley. Oh, they set up Karen and Ashley on the couch and then they set up... Wendy with someone else on the couch. I think it was Sharice. They were just full setups. Yeah, a lot of couch work was going on. Yeah, there was a lot of couch work. The one that was fun to watch was the Giselle and Karen 
near the pool looking up on Ashley doing the TikTok and then they call her down. Yes, that was, um, yeah. And what was so funny was just like, what were they talking about, like Starbucks or whatever, and Karen was like, I hear they have matcha now. Yes, because Karen's <laughs> like, was they were talking about how Sharice invited Karen to lunch and Karen was like, I'll go for a walk in Starbucks because they've got matcha now. <laughs> First of all, I have never had the matcha. The concept of green coffee sounds disgusting. Is that what well, it is? Well, it's more like a green tea. Oh, it's a green tea. Yeah. Who's going to Starbucks and paying for tea? But it's like a milky green tea. That sounds disgusting. You can do it in different ways. Okay, I think that milking tea or coffee is gross, so that Mm. sounds awful. Awful. Who is going to pay five bucks to put a tea bag in a cup of hot water? I understand the coffee because that's a skill, but you don't need to train to put a tea – like walk around with tea bags then. I don't know. Paying for (sighs) tea is dumb. Sozzle. Yeah. Okay. I really need to get over myself, don't I? I'm a bit full on about that today. I did tell you I was in a bad mood the last couple of days. It was really windy and I've realised that when it's windy, it pisses me off. I get crankers. Sorry, Pete. Well, I just like that you're venting your frustrations on matcha of all things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the matcha industry is going to come for you. Big matcha. I thought it was green coffee and I just can't get that out of my head, sauce peeps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, clearly I'm the loser. Right, anyway, they're going for dinner. That's when we said that Ashley's early. She's doing a TikTok with no panties and she's wondering why she's getting all these DMs. I mean, seriously, bitch, come on. She's fucking on the TikTok with the tatas and her ass out wondering why dudes are hitting her up. That'll do it. Like, she can't be that naive, right? No. Okay, so, yeah, Mia's still complaining about Jacqueline, Giselle, or she's fucking hangry. She just wants to make sure she's going to get some fish and that's when Mia tells them they're going to bar one. How do they not know where they're going for dinner? As if they haven't asked. But anyway. Check the call sheet. That's right. And she doesn't tell Wendy, right? I love that. I love that. (laughs) But then Giselle tells them that Peter told her that Mm. Wendy did research to find out what she and Peter might have in common as an entryway to ask him to go into business. I don't know if I believe it. That's a bit strange. And I'm not saying Giselle's lying. I'm saying that Peter, I would definitely believe that he's lying. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't trust Peter. Nuh-uh. So, obviously, Giselle's known him for a while and she said it's in confessional that he said that even he thought that the Nigerian restaurant idea was ludicrous. We all well, know we all that did. Giselle exaggerates her descriptive words, but... I believe it. I believe that he's just doing this all for camera time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I believe. Because she said, he said he would go along with it. And I'm like, well, for what? Clearly for camera time, right? Mm. And that's sort of where I start to feel bad for Wendy. <laughs> and like, Well, I don't. I know you don't. She's done but this like, for a storyline. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. she has no intention of going into business with Peter. This is her storyline for the season. It's fucking bullshit. So if he, I know. if he's using her and calling her out, that's her fucking problem. But they're dragging her and then she comes to this dinner. <laughs> Two hours <laughs> later, we get flashes of all the fights, which I thought was nice. That was nice. But, like, she doesn't have her ally there. Like, she's completely isolated. Candace. Oh, okay. How nice was it having an episode without Candace? It was it was the best. So, well, yeah. not really because we still got Candace 2.0, which was Wendy, so I still had to feel the pain. <laughs> anyway, back to the pre-dinner. We get all these cute little flashies of Miami with this cool rumba music. I really like that. I was really into it. I even listened to some more rumba in the day because of it. It was great. Wow. Yeah, I was into it. They... 
want to do a shot before dinner. Ashley says, yes, I want to do a shot. Does it bear shit in the woods? And then Mia says, <laughs> does a frog have a watertight ass? Were you confused? Were you shocked? I loved it. You I loved, loved it? it? I thought it was so funny. Like I, I was laughing about it from the previews months ago, but yes. I still found it funny this time. Because I assume they do. I assume that's a yes. I'm with Ashley. Don't we all? I'm not sitting there getting in the pool and <laughs> feeling water go up my ass. <laughs> we all have a watertight ass. <laughs> <laughs> And did you notice, I think the editors, like I swear, put a little ribbit sound did effect they? in. Did you? Oh, <laughs> I, yes. I swear they yes, did. Yes, yes, yes. I vaguely have that recollection going, yes, I think I think you're right. They did some fine editing this episode, have to say that. They, they really did. Shout out editors. Anyway, Ashley teaches them how to do a boomerang. Okay, she's officially old. She's officially no longer young if she's still doing boomerangs. But I kind of yeah. like them. I got on the boomerang bandwagon real late. I like them. They're fun. They are fun. So in the car, Mia and her bestie and Sharice were in the car and Karen. And Mia's trying to explain to everyone why she's starting to agree with Karen, why she no longer loves Sharice. Karen is all like, don't speak for me. But no, no, Mia wants to tell them how Sharice was being a diva about the house. Mm-hmm. But her bestie kind of does like an eye roll verbally, like, oh, here we go sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And me is like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. It's like you're being a bitch to your mate. That is so fucked up. I am not on Mia's side about that. That's your yeah. your bestie? What the fuck? Yeah. Anywho, Mia does an impression of Sharice being a diva, which I thought was kind of cute. But then I thought, Mia, are you drunk? I think so. I think she's drunk at this point, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it explains how she goes from zero to 100 later. Yeah. And look, just before all of this gets on, we get another version of Mia doing an impression of Sharice in confessional. (laughs) She's got a can of something and there's this funny voiceover dub of her own voice sounding like she's on the phone. I did like that. That was cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. So in the other car, the Green Eyed Bandits are talking about their podcast. I'm like, shameless plug, obvi. Oh, yeah, they're just talking about pooping and farting. What? Like, <laughs> first of all, Robin is looking at fan comments. This is how you know it's a setup. But she's looking at yeah. fan comments about people saying that they don't go to the toilet in front of their partners. Okay, that's not true. That they don't poo in front of their partners and Robin is surprised. I'm sorry, Robin. I'm surprised at you. You poo in front of your husband? Gross. Well. She, she also just f- walks around naked in front of her half-adult sons. Yeah. Uh, look, I didn't grow up in a naked house and I also did not, like, grow up in a normal house, so I don't think I'm one to talk, Yeah, like, about what's right or wrong. Like, it wasn't a model home or anything. So I think that's weird, but, again, who am I to judge what's right and wrong? However, I will say, don't poop in front of your partner. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate Giselle with just wise words. I think it's the, probably the smartest thing she's ever said. She said, if I need to fart, I'm a fart. Let the poop out. Let the poop be free. <laughs> now, stitch that on a pillow because that just uh, speaks to my heart. Does it really? So you, you'll defecate in front of your boyfriend? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. But I just love the, her use of language. Look, I will pee in front of my partner, but only because... So caveat, 
it's not so much that I'll pee in front of him, is that if I'm doing a pee and the dog wants to come into the bathroom and they're crying because they want me, I will let them in. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Chino watches me pee and poo because I watch him pee and poo, so it's just quid pro quo. I don't like pooing in front of the dog. When I'm doing that, it's like it's my me time, you know? I don't <laughs> I don't want to be around anyone. I don't want anyone to be around me. I'm not proud that I have to do it. The dogs aren't going to judge you. That's true. I don't know why you needed to know all that. Maybe I need to cut all that out. That was like t- way too much. Yeah, way, way too much. But anywho, so we're at bar one. Wendy exclaimed she had no idea they were going there. Do you believe that? Um. Well, maybe she's just not looking at a call sheet. Maybe of, producers uh, kept it from her on purpose, but I can't see Wendy not being like, fuck this, tell me where we're going, you know? Well, this is why I'm like, oh, God, poor Wendy, what a setup. Like, they're, they're clearly setting her up. Yeah, she deserves it. So, um, But what, what I did love. Oh, yes, please. Before we get to bar one, there's just like a 10-second shot mm. of palm trees blowing in the wind. Mm. Like, how much did that build the mood? I was like, ooh, ooh, we're getting all windy and tropical up in here. Our storms are coming. I did not pay attention to that. One, I told you I hate the wind. And two, I hate, <laughs> I hate palm trees and my backyard's full of them. So... <laughs> Fucking hate palm trees. They're the ugliest plants. They're the matcha of plants. Well, them and those birds of paradise. They're on par as the ugliest fucking plants. Oh. I hate them. Hate them. Sorry. Okay. Well, yeah, I thought I thought it was a good establishing shot. I'm a little fucking feisty today. More than usual, <laughs> yeah. rather. I mean, I'm always fucking feisty. How do you put up with me? Jesus Christ. I know. Honestly, you're a saint. <laughs> um, all right. So wind, palm, everything I hate. And then we get to see Peter and... Wendy, other things I hate, but that's okay because we start talking about Candace for some reason. Why do we need to talk about Candace when she's not there? Uh, yeah, I know. They're like, when she comes in. Where is she? She's still at the Latin Grammys or the, the Texan Tea Party. I don't know where she is, but I don't care. I don't care. She's just she's not there and I'm here for it. Okay, but Ashley does say Candace has a chip on her shoulder. I'm like looking around the room going, like, no shit, Sherlock. What? Like, <laughs> but they all do. Yeah, well, that's true. But no one more than Candace. Maybe Wendy. Well, Peter does. Oh, yeah. So Peter's so miffed that Wendy didn't call him or text him that she was going to be in Miami. Like, okay, who cares? I agree with that. Who cares? Why does she have to call him and text him to say she's coming to Miami? It is a little weird with the presumption that she's going to go to, into business with him. That would mm. be weird. You're, you're going into business with me. You come into state. You're coming to my restaurant. Obviously, she's saying she didn't know that. But it is weird that you wouldn't call someone who you're going into business with if you're going to this the city that they're in. That is weird. I mean, she's, but she's not. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think she actually did know that she's going to bar one and she's saying she didn't just so she has that, like, excuse being like, I didn't know I was going to bar one. Hell Yeah. Mm, Hell yeah. Unless the producers kept it from her, which is all possible to set this up. That's fine. Okay, we're still talking about Candace and obviously Chris. Ashley, uh, this was weird for me at first because Ashley asks the ladies, did you guys hear anything else about Chris touching my mate's butt? And Mm -hmm. then we're all thinking, yeah, didn't you say it? But no, Giselle's the one that said it in the van to Robin now, Ashley's saying, no, no, I told you that he leaned into the bar next to her and kind of went into her personal space, I'm guessing, is what she's saying. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Giselle spun the story. She heard it wrong. It is a little strange if you're standing at the bar and some dude like leans in for a chat and you're like, I don't fucking know you. That is weird. But you're at a taco party. You're not at some random bar. Yeah. I think that is still a bit like you're getting into my personal space and I don't fucking know you. But he's, you know, seeing you filming and stuff, maybe he thinks it's par for the call. I don't know. I'm trying to give the dude the benefit of the doubt just because this is such an exaggeration. That's all. Mm, mm. My next question. Sorry, you were going to say something. Oh, I just always think it's funny how different versions of the truth exist. And so, like, I'm sure Giselle probably isn't lying on purpose. She's just got a mind like a sieve and she doesn't realise what she's saying. True. And when, like, Robin pulls out the camera later and mm. she's like, none of this he said, she said, I'm, I'm filming this, I'm like, that is so smart. Oh, because, it was like, everything. We had months of, like, who tugged whose hair first, who threw the glass, and it's like, if we've got... MVP. If we don't have to wait for the producer footage five months later, oh. like... Game changer. She is the MVP of this episode, without a doubt. <laughs> and I, like, four episodes ago, I was like, get Robin off my TV. So but it's, be- it's because their memories can't be trusted. Oh, this is G- every- Giselle's recollection of events cannot be trusted. No, she likes a little flourish in her language choice. I get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Question, why does Ashley have to ask Michael to take his own children to school? Oh, this fucking Michael Darby. The way he's carrying on about looking after his own kids. Oh, um, he's always been like that. But Deplorable. Are they, because they're separated, right, are they behaving as separated parents do with you get the kids these days, I get the kids these days? Is that what they're doing? I imagine Because so. if that's the case, bitch, move out of the house. Yeah. Go and rent something. Stay at another Airbnb somewhere else. Yeah. Bring your own towels. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I love how messy Giselle is. She Mm -hmm. brings up the fact that she's so happy that Karen and Cherise spoke at the airport. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love this bitch. She's so funny. Oh, that was so Giselle was just like goggle boxing the whole dinner. Like, so there was fights going around and she was just like, oh, oh, and just doing a running commentary, which I thought was funny. So fucking good. Now, what I don't get is what's Wendy's problem with Sharice? Because she tries to butt in. It's like, why are you trying to get a storyline that don't belong to you? This is what bugs me. Yeah, Wendy's a butter in her. Oh, fucking hell. I thought I was the interrupter. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So Karen's like, I don't want any of this. And she thanks God for her food. And then, bitch... (laughs) Start singing happy birthday to herself. It was so good. Wait, clap. Well, uh, Karen's really trying to make the whole it's her birthday trip happen. And it's like, I think it just coincides with the cast trip, Of course Karen. it does. <laughs> no, one, no one cares. But the way that she deflects by singing happy birthday to herself, she does such a good job that people join in and start singing happy birthday to her. It was fucking well, you epic. Have to. It's a social contract. If someone starts singing happy birthday, you better finish in before the hip hits. I mean, it's true when you're at a restaurant and they do the, you know, the the staff bring out a cake and they sing happy birthday. Everyone stops and um, and joins in on the singing. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I'm sorry, Karen. You are fucking hilarious. This is why she's the grand dame. Mm-hmm. Nothing about this episode was about her, but her involvement was perfection. Mm-hmm. Wendy should mm-hmm. take fucking notes. Anyway, in walks Peter Thomas. Now, I only know his name's Peter Thomas because it says it on the screen. I thought it was Thompson. This is how much he matters not to me. Oh. It's Peter Thomas. Dude, get off my TV. I don't get it. I, I did always find him funny on Atlanta, though. Really? 
Yeah. I found him annoying and creepy and sleazy and had no idea was why Cynthia was married to that pauper. I know, but how funny was it when Nene would be call him like, <laughs> Patricia? She's like, Patricia, get out of women's business, Patricia. <laughs> well, that means Nene was funny, not Peter. Yeah, well, yes, yes, but it was a funny. It was. I always had fun when <laughs> Peter was on the screen because he's such a thirsty bird. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so this is when Mia's all like, "Hey, family! Hey, family! Here's my family." Yeah, too much. Giselle brings up Sharice to Karen again and again. We get her singing "Happy Birthday" to me. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> loved. So I love. This is when the episode started getting good. I started getting happy when Karen started singing "Happy Birthday" to herself. It was so mm. funny. It really set the tone for me to just laugh and enjoy. Totally. Now, okay, this is what's strange. Mia's talking to Peter and he reckons that some steakhouse that he's opening up in Baltimore was the one that Wendy wanted to be an investor in. How was a Nigerian restaurant converted to a steakhouse? I don't know. He reckons he sends her a contract and he hears nothing from her. Now, I'm assuming that he has so he's trying to turn this business into a franchise. So he's sending her a standard contract. That doesn't mean there was a negotiation and a final contract for her to sign. It was mm-hmm. just a standard contract for her to like review, take to her lawyer, make changes. It was an introduction, right? It wasn't a oh my god, we're doing a deal right near the end, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Nothing was notarized. When there's no lawyers involved in a contract yet, it's your fucking Dot points, because you've already done this before. Who knows? It was probably the same standard one that his partner sent him, because I still don't believe he's more than a 5% partner. That's my Mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. And then he says he's bothered she came to his city. Uh, I know. You don't own Miami. Dude, you don't own Miami. Like, and my restaurant. That wasn't up to her to come to your restaurant. Again, if you guys were in the throes of a business deal and she came and obviously you're in the business deal for a restaurant and she doesn't tell you she's coming to your restaurant or doesn't call to make an appointment to come to your restaurant, that is weird. However, that's not what it was. So calm down, Peter. And also he was on the phone saying he has beef with Wendy like 10 minutes after she landed. Like give a bitch a chance to text you at least. Well, that's true. I never thought of it that way. But we're at the table and Mia's bestie, you know how I had the shits that Mia was being a bitch to her bestie? Uh-huh. Now I've got the shits at the bestie. <laughs> so Jacqueline, the bestie, is telling Ashley that Mia can be a lot and that if they met as adults, they might not be friends. Yikes. I'm like, fuck you, Jacqueline, you're dead to me. Yeah, Go buy your own mascara, you idiot. That's it. If my bestie was bitching about me behind my back to my co-workers. On camera. I'd be like, we ain't besties no more, bitch. Hit the fucking road. Pay for your <laughs> own flights back, bitch. Hit the road. Oh, fuck that. Nuh-uh. No, ma'am. Anyway, Mia's back and Giselle immediately wants to know what her convo with Peter was about and she wants to know who Mia's side-eyeing and Sharice is sitting there and I thought she just told Peter she was leaving. She walks up to Peter, tells him she wants to talk business with him and she's doing it now because she's on her way out. Oh, I miss that. I'm sort of blocking out Sharice, to be honest with you. Sharice, you're a side character. You're not a full-time cast member. You've got to stop wearing fucking trackies and a T-shirt out. Sorry. (laughs) You need to make an effort. This is like your job interview. You're like, you're doing work experience, love. Yeah. You're doing paid work experience. You need to bring it. And you just know, like, 
if a Scala was there, we'd be getting the look. We'd at least be getting a look, if nothing else. And she wouldn't be looking to stay at no motherfucking hotel. Let me tell you. Nuh-uh. She'd be getting in. And look, I don't love a Scala. I don't know. I don't miss her. But she worked ten times harder than Sharice. She did. She did. And she always looked great. Sharice just always seems like, oh, I couldn't be bothered with anything. You can mm-hmm. tell Sharice has not ever worked a day in her life. You can tell for yeah. sure. So Mia's like totally up for this. Again, I think she's already drunk. She tells Wendy that Peter said he has beef with you and points at her when she says it. Wendy's like, I don't have beef with men. Cop out. Yeah, Wendy's whole clapback was really frustrating. Oh, she can't clap back. She's got no game in the clapback. And she always pulls out the professor card and oh. it's like, that. W- we've we've told you that's lame, sweetie. And like, It's not a clapback. She needs to go to Eva's house of diva. Yeah. Eva the diva. <laughs> I think Eva is better than Nini at a clapback. I think Eva yeah, is better than Bethany in Tokyo. at a clapback. Oh, my God. That was hands down the best clapback I've ever seen simply because, like, of the longevity of the clapback. It wasn't <laughs> It wasn't like a one-liner clapback. That thing went on for a good 45. Oh, yeah. And she did not give up. She was like on a 10 in sports parlance. She dunked every basket. She was dunking. So, yeah, Wendy sucks at a clapback, but she thinks she's awesome. She, again, sorry to give you the sports metaphors, she thinks she's dunking, but every single one of those, like, layup thingies is a full brick. Okay, I completely butchered that one, but give give a girl a break. I know. What are you talking about, football? Yeah, exactly. So Mia's all, don't start because that's my fucking family. Obviously not, but good for her. Wendy says, if he has beef, he can call my husband. Is she for real? Is this 1825? Yeah. Or whatever fucking year. Like, we got to stop doing this on the housewives. Eddie wasn't the one engaging in a, like, contract discussion with Peter. It was her. So if if it's business, if it's business beef, you should be serving up that beef to each other. I'm sorry. She didn't go to that meeting with Peter and bring her husband, did she? No. No. She went on her own. Now, yes, there were camera people there and producers. I get all that. But- you didn't go there with your husband as your partner. You went on your own. So why all of a sudden you got to bring your husband into it? Mm-hmm. No offence, but I'm pretty sure that Peter could, like, take Eddie. So there's no point bringing Eddie into it. Yeah, I just, like, I think she's trying to make the argument, like, housewives should fight with other housewives. You know, we've had, we've had that, like, husband stay out of it argument before and it sort of landed. But, like, you can't just say that you refuse to argue with 50% of the population. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> so how it works. And that's when Mia brings up the contract. And so we go straight to Wendy in confessional where she said she did get paperwork from him. So she's going through a phone. She said it was the first red line to the landlord. I don't know what that means. I didn't Google it. And she asked for a site inspection and she never heard from him. Now, if you were really interested, you'd be calling, you'd be following up. Right, but from what she's saying, the ball's in Peter's court. So it's not like she's ignoring Peter. It seems like he started ignoring her first. No. We saw that meeting with her and Peter. He spoke about her being a 5% partner, yes? Yeah. If you are a 5% partner, you don't get a say on the location of the restaurant. You Uh. don't get a site inspection if you are a 5% partner. 
If you are curious and you want to see it, of course, sure, set it, set it up. When I'm there, you can come and have a look around. I'll walk you through it. He is not legally required to have you sign off on the location. You don't need to do a site inspection. You're going because you're curious, not because there's due diligence in that. 5%, mm-hmm. get over yourself. Like, seriously, it's not like the Tom, Tom, like we saw it on Vanderpump. The Toms didn't have a say in a fucking chandelier, let alone where the location was. You're a 5% partner. You don't get a say in shit. He sent me the red line and I asked for a site inspection. If you really needed a site inspection before you were going to be a 5% partner, you follow up. It's not up to the 95% partner to follow up with you. You're the one riding on the coattails here. Calm fucking down, Wendy. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Sorry, that pisses me off when people use <laughs> She's lying. That's why I'm pissed uh, off. She's lying. Okay. I fucking hate Wendy. And then Mia, she schools her about it's a man's crap stuff and that's when Wendy brings up that professor shit. Oh, my God. Sorry, you're a professor, Wendy. You're not actually a boss. Professors are not bosses. They're well, and staff. didn't she quit? Did she? I thought she quit like last season to focus on candles and stuff. No, no. She, I think she did that while they were on fucking Stuvac and then realised she wasn't <laughs> making any money and signed that fucking renewal contract and went back to teaching. Uh. She thought she was going to get offered a position on The View or The Talk. She did not, so she never quit a job. This is why Wendy did the I think in her mind, we said it last year, right? She's gone on the show because she wants to be on The View or The Talk or something like that. Mm. Again, she's a news correspondent. She's fucking casual, mate. (laughs) She's a casual. She's not full-time staff either. So the only full-time job she's got is housewives and being a professor, which you can quit being a professor. I don't think Housewives is her end goal, so I doubt she's quitting. Yep. And Mia's, but it's business. Why are you talking about husbands? I completely agree. Yeah. And this is when Wendy starts flapping her mouth off, telling Mia not to tell her what to do, and she and her husband aren't like that. Maybe Mia and G are like that. And I agree with Mia. I would be pissed because I would be like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? See, yeah, I thought Mia was too quick to, like, throw in the wine because, like, I did not hear anything that inflammatory from Wendy. Uh, Wendy was trying to get that disrespectful comment, like, under the table by not saying what she was really meaning but there was a lot of meaning in her tone when she's like me and my husband aren't like that maybe you are it's like what are you trying to say about my relationship I would have got pissed off and gone what the fuck do you mean by that because you mean something it's obvious you mean something that you're not saying what the fuck do you mean I would have gotten pissed Nuh-uh. So I didn't get it. It went over my head. Do not talk about my relationship. That is none of your business because relationships are serious business. So if you're making a comment about my relationship, you're saying something serious. I would have gotten mm-hmm. pissed. Nuh-uh. I'm very protective of my relationship. I put a lot of fucking work into it. Everyone does. Relationships are hard. They're serious business. What do you fucking mean? I would have been livid. So I agree with Mia. I'm getting livid now. I know. <laughs> That's when Mia throws her drink in Wendy's face and I completely agree with her and tells her to get up from the fucking table. Again, I completely agree with her. She's pissed about Wendy's comments about her and her husband and her relationship. Agreed. Security gets in between Mia and Wendy. So, of course, now Wendy's got courage to get up and says, what the fuck are you going to do if I do get up? Again, I do not believe Wendy would have done any of that shit if security weren't there to keep them apart. 
Right, right. Mia tells security to kick Wendy out because remember it's her family and this is when we get RDZ, Robin, Dixon, Zone, like TMZ. Loved, Loved every fucking minute of it. We get portrait style phone cam of Wendy screaming, you and your husband can go and fuck other women and men and that is what Wendy meant when she was making that comment. Right, see... I was like, it was me misremembering because she nope. said that after the water, but I see what you're saying about the She the knew hinting. Wendy meant something and this is what Wendy meant. You've got to remember, we're not in the room with them there. There's a lot with tone and energy and body language and I know that there will be the defence of what she said wasn't that bad. It's like, you know what? Someone doesn't have to use the words to get across their intent and that was what Wendy had in her head. Karen's confused because it's a fucking birthday. Mia <sighs> wants to whoop Wendy's ass. Wendy's like, what boss throws drinks? Fuck off. What do you mean what boss throws drinks? Like what, yeah. what's that supposed to mean? Again, she's just trying to press her buttons because obviously Mia's very proud of that. So Robin tells Wendy to stop being antagonistic. I completely agree. Robin's a bit inflammatory. Remember, there's more filmed than we see. I know, but from what I saw, like I know you've just explained it to me, but from what I saw, I didn't see Wendy baiting and being antagonistic. Like Mia brought it up. She said you and your husband can go fuck other women and men. <laughs> Bef- after after the She's drink. She's being antagonistic. Yes, Mia delivered her lines to Wendy aggressively when she's trying to say love like it's business what are you talking about she said it with major tone she could have said it calmly she participated in it escalating I agree but she didn't go there first basically she was being a bitch to Wendy she was pissed off at Wendy about Peter Mm. I mean well now Wendy's baiting her when she's like you're fucking Peter you're fucking Peter I was like oh well now (laughs) now she is I think more was said and we didn't see it but what I loved is when she's Robin says to Wendy, if you don't want to fight, then stop. If you want to fight, then fight. If you don't want to fight, then shh. She literally went shh, talking to her like she's a fucking five-year-old. I loved it. And that's when Wendy accuses Mia of fucking Peter and calls her a crater face bitch. Didn't like the crater face comment. No, me either. And she looks amazing. Whatever she's doing with her makeup. She looks amazing. So I don't know. I don't care. And I thought it was bitchy. Well, you know, when it. Uh, it was low hanging fruit, right? Low hanging fruit. Wendy's stupid, AKA Candace. I'm not a fan. Mia did not come from a picket fence family. She probably does know how to throw a punch. I think that Wendy is asking to be punched in the face, just like Candace, which is why she's Candace 2.0. Uh, well, I don't know. I. As much as I do enjoy seeing them fight, when it does get to that extra violent level, it's a bit it's a bit yikes but for me. But Wendy's inviting it. She is antagonising her. What you going to do? What you going to do? Like, come on. I know. I know, but... When someone provokes physical violence and then they get physical violence, they are not allowed to be surprised. I know, but it's, it's a trap. It's a trap. It is a so trap. So it's like, don't fall for the trap. Oh, my God, that just reminded me of Star Wars. It's a trap. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Mia does walk off with Jacqueline to, like, chill out, which I thought was really sweet um, of Jacqueline for once. Giselle tells Robin to stop filming. I love that. And then asks Karen how the drink missed her, and she's like, because God loves me. Love and, and this Matrix reenactment was just so funny. It was fucking everything. I thought Karen's face 
and her being missed by the drink was funny. But getting the reactions of the other ladies with the slow-mo, like, voice. Yeah. Oh, perfection. And I think it was Ashley that said, she's fucking Neo. I was like. Because, you know, like, Ashley's not always, like, the funniest with the lines, but that one got That one was hilarious. Mia's off, but then she comes back because it's her party and she's not sorry. Then Karen's like, you shouldn't have thrown the drink. I'm with Giselle. Karen, pick a side. See, for me, like, I'm okay with a drink throw. With a drink throw, I'm like, that's standard housewives fair. Yeah. But then when you're saying, like, oh, a drink throw is just as bad as Monique bashing up Candace, it's like, well, no, it's not. No, it's <laughs> like, not. Not at it's all. It's not. I do see the double standard. It's not like she was on her side with the punches. She was just saying you were provoked. Right, yeah, but I'm saying so. I'm saying I see the double standard yes. with Giselle and Robin, yes. who were like, "Kick Monique off the show. We've yes. got to have security in a room with Monique." Yes. Whereas now they're like, "Ka ka keying." Yeah, that's true. But but we do have to remember a glass of water is not fisticuffs. No, exactly. But I do love the fact that when Mia and Wendy go back at it, sort of, I don't want to say they're trying to be physical because they know the security guards there holding them back. They're just fronting. Do you know what I mean? I don't think Mm -hmm. that they were necessarily going to be physical with each other, but I do love how Karen's like, who touched me? Why the fuck am I being touched? Did I just get hit? That was so fucking funny. (laughs) I loved it. And then Karen's all, I think I'm injured. And Giselle's like, you got injured. You got whiplash. And Karen's like, yeah, I can't move. (laughs) And then all of a sudden the food's coming and everyone i.e. Giselle and I are happy. Mm. Wendy calls Mia a raggedy bitch. She tells Mia that she embarrassed herself and her business. And I'm like, well, what about you, Professor? Uh, uh, Yeah. I don't know. Look, the fighting sort of, it keeps escalating and then coming down, escalating, coming down. Mia does manage to hit Wendy with a napkin. I mean, big fucking whoop. Is that what she threw? I was like, what is she throwing? Wendy just wants her fired, right? Is this it? Wendy's like, if I can roll Mia up enough, she'll do something that she can't come back from and get fired. Is that right? Well, I don't think so. I think at this dinner on this night in this city, Mm. Wendy's being reactive. She didn't come in with a plan to get Mia off the show. I think she's just reacting. They were all coming for her at the start of the night. Like, I get that. But then what's with her screaming? Woohoo, I'm the winner. I won. Thank you. I'm the winner. Oh, I know. That was that was sad. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Mia broke a nail. I don't yeah. think that's Wendy's fault. <laughs> like, yes, you're bleeding. You broke a nail. That's no one's fault but yours, sweetheart. Mm. And mm. again, we all know, Robin said it, Mia, you did exactly what Wendy wanted. That's it. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much the end of the episode, apart from Ashley going that it was wrong for me to, to toss her drink. I'm like, it's not that serious. Calm down. We've all tossed a beverage. Whatever. Well, that's that's exactly right. Like, we've seen it so many times and it's not that big of a deal. Like, people have pushed other people in the pool. Oh. <laughs> like, a, a little oh. bit of water ain't that bad unless you're Ramona Your Singer with a blow dry. in the pool. Oh, my God. That reminds me. I was looking on Bravo today to see if we can finally buy Bravo merchandise in Australia. Still can't. Crazy. You can only buy it in America. It's fucking bullshit. i got to buy the knockoff shit from Amazon. I'm not happy. Crazy. Okay. I did enjoy that they did the flashback to 41 seconds after the drink toss. That's oh, when she mentioned so the, good. the husband. Like, I just love knowing it's 41 seconds. I know. Um, so good. I also loved how it was a to be continued with a random shot of a coconut crashing. Yes. Like, what, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know, but, but I love, I love it. it. <laughs> and the only other note I have is, so Wendy 
at the end, she was like calling out the hypocrisy, right? And she was saying, you know, don't get violent. That's crazy. This is just what you did to Monique, blah, blah, blah. But then she says, I'm going to go beat the shit out of Mia. And I'm like, what you just said (laughs) that you... Like, are you listening to what you're saying? I know. No, she's not. No, she's probably drunk. And she's probably just an angry fucking drunk. I hate angry drunks. Hate Wendy. So I'm guessing you don't like Wendy. I don't like Wendy. I I think I hate Wendy as much as you hate Kyle. Whoa. She makes my skin crawl. She has from day dot. That's really put it into perspective. I don't enjoy hating Wendy. I just hate Wendy. Right, 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 right. All right, well, let's let's leave Potomac there. I'm excited oh, for next deck. week. Yeah, I just want to talk quickly about, like, what you liked about this, the back, the return, sorry, of Below Deck. I love Rachel, the chef. She's crazy. She's kooky. I don't know if she's crazy. I think she's kooky. And look, Eat she's, my cooter. she spends a lot of time on her own in that kitchen. Galley, whatever you call it. Like, I'd be going stir crazy too if I'm cooking amazing food all day. I don't have time to eat or pee. <laughs> like, it's a stressful job. I would not want it. It sounds like, so this boat has just added an extra deck. Yes. Like, there's another level and that's just the worst thing in the world for everybody, <laughs> including Rachel. She's freaking out. I'm getting the impression that on bigger boats there is traditionally a lot more staff. Right. Because you know how like when on any of the below decks, when they talk about what other boats they've been on and sometimes particularly like with the chief stews, you know how they're always complaining about how they need more staff and normally they have like a whole team of people. You'll see like a quick photo of like the chief stew with her stews or his Mm -hmm. stews and there's like six of them. Like we've got one extra stew who's a floater. Okay, so they've got one other stew who has to – she's a deck stew. It seems to me like Rachel needs a sous chef. Yeah, she needs a deck sous, yeah, not a she deck needs, stew. Exactly. Someone at least just to run and get shit for her. Because it's yeah, yeah. you're having to go up and down stairs every time you need a fucking carrot. That's crazy. <laughs> Are you happy to have Fraser back? I love him. Me too. Oh, he's adorable. He's funny. He's got a dry sense of humour. I'm obsessed. But I'm sort of like, why are you freaking out so much, Fraser? Like, just buck up. Buck up, kiddo. He's shaking in his boots. He's got, he is? I think he's got imposter syndrome, poor bitch. Oh, I think uh, once he gets through this season, the imposter syndrome will be gone. Oh, yeah. Long gone. He did say he was a chief stew that whole season on other boats. I'm with you. Why is he so freaked out? if he's been doing it already. Yeah. I really enjoyed the cast introductions, like how like everyone got a little segment. Yes, me too. You got to know them a little bit and give a shit. Yeah. Yes. You're like, oh, this girl had sex on a jet ski. That's nice. Yeah. And like... What do you think of this bosun? I mean, he's a totes hornbag. Yeah. If you're going to be like that, you kind of need to be hotter, so I'm up for it. Does that make Ooh, sense? girl. He's fine looking, but, I, you know, I wouldn't say yes at two in the morning in the club. You know what I mean? I'd rather just go home. Soz, dude. I don't know. Do you think any of them are are particularly good looking? Well, at 2am, I think everyone's good looking. So, yeah. Right. I think think that all pass muster. But I think probably Fraser's the cutest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Fraser's particularly good looking. I adore him. Mm. But, you know, I don't want to bang Fraser. Wow. I don't want to bang any of them. Not even Captain Lee? No. (gasps) 
No, I don't want to bang Captain Lee. I was so happy when he said he's got a pocket full of plane tickets. I was like, yes, like that's my man. I love Captain Lee. He's adorable. He's a gorgeous guy. But I don't particularly want to bang Captain Lee. Okay. I hope he's he's safe and well. It looks like he's on a bit of a struggle street this season. Poor bastard. Oh, actually, the only one I would bang is probably Camille. Okay. She seems like a lot of fun. So I'm up for that. But, yeah, Captain Lee's in Struggle Street. He's probably come back to work too early after surgery. Yes. That's probably yes. what it is. Yeah. I know that that's his MO, like he's a push-through kind of person, but sometimes you just can't push through. Sometimes you got to mm-hmm. listen to your body. Mm-hmm. I did learn what a doodle bug is this episode. Please don't tell me that you don't get an education on Bravo. A doodle yeah. bug <laughs> is a flat mop. Who knew? I Googled it. That's what came up. I didn't know what it was. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What did you think of the relationship between Alyssa and Camille? Are you up for it? They're the two stews. They fucking hate each other. I love it. Like, (laughs) why is it so hard to get napkins? Why do they hate each other so much already? I don't get that. So soon. I mean, Alyssa being made second stew, she was obs feeling it and she just assumed that Camille would take it. That means I get to boss you around. Not the case. What is it like normally when you're not filming? Is that the case? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think there's a chain of command. I think it's just like a chain of responsibility maybe. Ah, that's a good way to put it. Potentially, yes. Right. Okay. Okay. I didn't think of it like that. Look, these first guests were a lot, but I love them. They were fun. They did ask for a lot, but I don't know how many days they're on the boat, but they want a day rave, a Zen beach day, a playboy party, a person come out of a cake, a stripper. <laughs> like that's a lot, man. These digger stations, like. Yeah. But I get it. You want some bang for your buck. I get it. But also you're too drunk to even like appreciate any of it. Ping to me was the MVP of the episode. Totally. I don't know about that guest complaining about stairs. She can stay home. What was her name? Kwai? Oh, I didn't K? care for her. I think it's Kwai like the river. Oh, beautiful. And then she's trying to move fucking actual furniture. Don't move the fucking furniture. I know. Don't be moving the furniture. What did you think of the sunroof in the primary room that is overlooking the hot tub? Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't want too much of a visual on a hot tub. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, you have seen those. I mean, I've not seen it in the real life. I've seen it on the TV when you're at a restaurant and there's like fish and people swimming. You know what I mean? So that I don't, that I don't mind. I don't mind that for some reason because I think that person can swim away. Mm, mm, but a hot tub, yeah, you're not you're, necessarily going to bust them picking their swimmers out of their undies because they can <laughs> move to side. But if you're in the hot tub, that's what you're seeing. You're going to see an errant yeah. ball bob out of a pair of togs. Like, mm. okay, you might like that. That's not for me. I was like, is that a bad thing? <laughs> uh, I don't find them particularly attractive. I don't need to see them. Wow. Yeah. I think men naked look like partially decorated Christmas trees. I don't necessarily think it's the most attractive look. What, until they put the shorts on or the pants on, then I love the look. I like I like the, um, what do you call that? Like the potential visual, you know. I don't mind seeing like a lump in a pair of shorts. That's great. But I don't need to, yeah, anyway. Stop bringing Ashley's uncle into it. <laughs> oh. What do you think of the particular reasons that Rachel, the amazing chef, was not on time for any of her meals? Is it just because she's got to run up and down an extra set of stairs? I think she needs a hand. I think she needs to go to the captain because obviously she's got to cook breakfast, then she's got to cook lunch, then she's got to cook dinner. She's got to be available for, for hot snacks. She can say to him, 
these stairs are crazy. I need an extra pair of hands. You're going to have to get me one. Yeah, the yeah. The shoes do it. The deck hands do it. Why can't Maybe she, she do it? Maybe she doesn't want to reduce the tip. Oh, I don't know. Extra person, that's another person to split your tip I with. just think it's for the TV. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. Yeah. But I think she handled the pressure really well. I would have cried. She was just like, you know what, it's going to be what it's going to be. I'll do my best. Yeah, I mean, it's her job. Yeah. Like, she's good at it. The guests were just so drunk because lunch was an hour late. That's... Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty late. Why don't they bring them, like, little snacks or something? Like, here's a, yeah. here's a bag of crisps. I'd rather yeah. that than starve. Yeah, fill up on bread. And then I love, I don't know what this means. I've tried to figure it out my, on my own. But when Captain Lee says that the guests are drunker than a bunch of four-peckered goats. Yeah, see, I, I didn't get it. So four-peckered, what, uh, does that mean there's four goats who are peckered? Or what's what does it mean? I thought pecker was referring to their teats. So a goat has four teats. Drunker than a bunch of four-peckered goats. How are the goats drunk if they're the ones with the peckers? Uh, I don't, I don't understand. Know. Are they? I don't know. I don't know, but I enjoy it. What are four-peckered goats? I don't know. I did enjoy it, and that was when we get Peng not being able to find the sunnies that are on his face. I fucking love that. I don't like this this choir. She was flashing her mates. I'm sure they love her. I just don't like her. I don't know why. I think it's because she complained about the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. At some point there, we find out that him and his mates used to be Mormon. Love that. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. Did you enjoy the um, the flashback photo of Captain Lee with a mullet? I did. Yeah, you I did? I did. Start of the sea. And I think that they were gaslighting Peng when he said the first course had mushrooms in it and they were like, no, it's cauliflower. There was morel broth in that, which is <laughs> a morel is a mushroom. Peng was right. It was fucking mushroom. Justice for Peng. Justice for Peng, man. Justice for Peng. And I'm sorry, like, there's... 30 minutes in between the first course and the second course. Like, and the next course was like fucking salad with truffles. These people need pizza and burgers and all the carbs. It shouldn't take that long to whip out a salad. It shouldn't. And I thought that cake was anticlimactic. What did you think? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It was a little lemo. I haven't said that this episode. Lemo. And um, look, painful first day. And then we get like what's coming up in the season, which is. It looks fun. Alyssa's a massive bitch. This crew likes to party. The bosun's a whore. And apparently if you're looking for sympathy, it's in the dictionary between shit and syphilis. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew, man? I was almost tempted to look it up, but I did. Well, I think I think it checks out. <laughs> I think it does check out, yeah. There are other words in between, but, yeah, I think that checks out. Yeah, that's what I thought, so I didn't think I needed to exactly look it up, yeah. <laughs> and you're right, I think Captain Lee is leaving. Oh, my God. If he does, my heart is going to sink. What's going to happen? Are we going to get one of those other boring captains that's like the, the, you know how there's always like someone else on the boat that we don't see? Right. Are they yeah. going to step up? Maybe one of the captains on the other below deck is going to fill in for a season. It's Sandy, I'll fucking riot. Like the Australian one or the one that does the, the adventure? The, the yacht one. Oh, the yacht one, yeah. He's cool. I think he'd be He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah. I'm enjoying being in St. Lucia. Oh, I love St. Like, Lucia. I do love being in the Caribbean. Like Malta is a place. I'd love to visit, but like it's it's a tiny island. I'm like I've seen I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. The same port each time, isn't yeah. it? Like so on Mediterranean, I'm getting a bit like oh this port again. Yeah, I get. I you. like a different port to keep them on their toes. Saint Lucia is beautiful. Mm. It's so pretty, pretty. Oh my god! So um, we didn't mention the fact that when they show the season trailer at the beginning, there's a fucking fire. Oh wow! Remember? Yeah, yeah. So 
Oh, I did love the fact that someone shrunk the captain's uniform, but there's that <laughs> fucking prepare to abandon ship. I'm like, oh my God, we've never seen this. I love ship failures. Yeah, I love, me too. I love shit going wrong. I love people losing chains in the middle of the sea. Do you know what I love? I love it when the captain tells off the guest. Like oh. when captain Lee tells a guest off. I fucking yes. love that. Froth on that. Froth oh, on that. So good. So we won't really be covering Below Deck throughout the season, but if anything fun happens, we can always bring it up. And so. if anything fun happens for y'all and you want us to talk about it, just let us know because yeah. happy to talk about Below Deck any fucking time. It's my happy place. I yep. do not get mad about the Below Deck at all. Yep. I'm you can hit it. us up on socials at effing bravo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also leave reviews with recommendations as long as it's five stars. If it's less than five <laughs> stars, we'll ignore your recommendation. I won't, but Nathan will. I definitely will. No, man, I'm into it. Come on. The way I complain about shit, I have to allow for other people to complain about me. It's only fair. Your task, your homework is to go and have a matcha. I'm not having a fucking matcha. Go and have a matcha and see how you like it. I am going to go upstairs and have a long black. And this afternoon, (laughs) I'm probably going to put some fucking tea maria in my long black. That's my day. Love that. Yeah, man. All right, Mariana. Well, let's leave it there. All righty. Well, see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.